Welcome to family. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus, Palomino. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen. Cough Queen, Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brant Bernard. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Well, it's another year. What's new for 2023 at Walzer? Well, we're going back in time in a way. You bought a DeLorean franchise. Not exactly. Uh. The market's returning to normal. New inventories are getting back to pre-pandemic levels, and used car prices are returning to normal. So what's a 1995 Camry worth? Deep sympathy. Uh. Mike, have you considered something newer? Well, I would if it came with a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hey, was that convincing? As if I knew what a powertrain was? No. It's major medical coverage for your car, and it's free with every new car and most used cars at Walzer. I hope you're also keeping your return and exchange program. Of course, people really like that because it means you can't make a mistake. Interestingly, though, we sold 45,000 cars last year, and we took back less than 100. Amazing upfront pricing, a free 150,000-mile warranty, a return and exchange policy. It's no wonder you sold 45,000 cars last year. To learn more, go to walzer.com. Can I add something? No. All right, we're locked in. Everything is good. And proud owner of a new car. You got a yep. new car. Nana got a birthday birthday gift from her father what, three months after his death. <laughs> from beyond really nice. the grave. <clears throat> from beyond the grave, she got a, a, a birthday gift. So that yeah. was nice. It's yeah. a great car, I'm telling you. It's What'd really you nice. Tell us all about it, Mom. It is a 2020 Lexus 250 Hybrid with all-wheel drive, and it's a small, very small SUV. Um, but it's, it's not, not a, very small. It's but it's small. not a plug-in hybrid. So it is what not. Is when it you, how, well, apparently when you brake... It charges the battery. Okay, it's one of those ones. Okay. So it's electric in the city up to about 35, 40 miles an hour, which who goes under 40? I mean, really. Right. But <laughs> you should be in the city. I know. No, I do. I, I, I do a lot of in-city driving, so I think it's a good choice. And the fact that it's all-wheel drive, the hybrid version of the 250UX uh, has all-wheel drive, and the gasoline version has front-wheel drive until 2023 models come out, and they're not going to have the gasoline-powered engine anymore. It's just, it's just going to be the hybrids. Well, there you go. 
Yeah, that, and it's got kind of fun little things like heated steering wheel, which I'm ex- very excited about. Moses' car has that. Oh, Tom, yeah, Tom, you had a car that had a heated steering wheel, or I did. One of your it was cars just like down, the greatest thing. One of your cars down there has a heated steering wheel, and Dan has no idea how to turn it on or off. He's like, all of a sudden it will be on, and I don't oh, know how to turn there's, it on. There's a weird little button on the steering okay, wheel somewhere. You'll have to uh, tell me yeah. or show him or something. Cause he's like, so I'll nice. Be, I'll be driving this, and it's just warm suddenly, and I don't know how. Yeah, and it has like 11,000 miles on it, and it's clean as a whistle. It's nice. And I'm all excited about it. Hooray. Hooray, hooray. Not yeah. a fan of those hybrid cars. <laughs> well, if anybody's going to crap on it, it'll be real. No, not, not, <laughs> no, no. Well, I've, I've been, I was a disciple for a while. I was, I had some of the, fir- one of the first hybrid cars. I was the Honda Insight in, oh, right. that oh, was 15 but, years ago. That was before the Prius or uh, after the Prius? It was before the Prius. Before oh, the Prius. Then the Prius pre- came Prius? out with different, uh, a different uh, system. But it was uh, it was the hybrid car, and you know, you got we got to 100,000 miles, and oh, oh, batteries are no good anymore. So, well, my this one has a, this to- Toyota technology. It has a 10-year warranty, no so, matter how so many you miles have eight years you put left. on it. Uh, the battery itself has a 10-year warranty. So yeah. Mm-hmm. No, three, but seven years. They say, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, no. There's an extended warranty on the. Car. Well, I don't. I don't know about the bed. I, I figure it's plenty because really, I'm not going to put that many miles on the car. Yeah. No, I, you don't drive a ton. And, and that's, I don't drive a ton. Yeah. I everything I need is within 15 minutes of my life, so I just don't drive a ton. I, I had an opportunity to speak with someone who was in the know with regards to Tesla, and uh, they're not. They're not that good in this environment. That uh, no, mileage goes way down. The cold really when messes it's cold. with the battery. Yeah. And remember, yeah, they're. Their mileage is, is set here. at 60 miles an hour. That's, when, that's, the, that's the speed they do their mileage test. So you can get 300 miles on a Tesla at 60 miles an hour. But I'm oh. unaware of any freeway in the United States where people go 60 miles an hour. Right. No. no even on the side streets down here in <laughs> yeah. Florida, people are going yeah. 60 miles an hour on the side streets. Yeah. yeah. There, there you they go. They race from light to light. I'm there, like, why? There you go. So that all cuts down. And then, of course, if you're doing the auto driving, then that that takes energy too. Um, oh. So. Yeah, I think if I was going to have a Tesla, I'd have it down here in Florida. Yeah, that absolutely. Would be a, definitely. A What's the other spot? thing is they're all tested in either Texas or California, yeah. where right. it barely ever rains and it never snows. So it's very, yeah. very different. I know I'm seeing so many more Teslas around here, and I'm just like, I just really, I just really? don't get the point. Uh, up it in, feels like Tesla's about one out of every ten cars. I know they're everywhere. everywhere. Down there, up here, uh, everywhere. It's Uh-oh. just amazing turkeys. how many <laughs> yeah, turkeys. Turkeys at the back door. <laughs> Let me see. Is it? Look at the ring. Is it a turkey or a bunny? Oh yeah, it's a turkey. There you go. The other day there were five hens. In our backyard. Oh, dear. I turn on the microphone and go, go away. And they all do that periscope up thing with like their, her? With their yeah. head. <laughs> and some of them, some of them are like, yep, yep, we're going to go in. And there's always a couple that are like, mm, I don't know. Let's just wait and investigate. <clears throat> Let's see if she's actually going to show Let's up. see if she's actually going to come out here and do anything about this. Which she's not doing back there. I don't know, wandering around looking for some chow because it's all under a lot of snow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's nothing back there for the turkeys to get into. I know. Why they hang out in our 
little yeah. backyard patio. I Safe. Know. They really like it. Oh, someone's feeding birds back there. <laughs> Probably, Someone's yeah. feeding birds, and they're yeah, just looking around everywhere sense. for a bite to eat. Yeah. I'm sure that is true. By the way, when I did own a Tesla 15 years ago, it's more than 15 years ago now, and this is almost 20 years ago. Was that 2004? It was 2005, I think. I, think. I don't so think you had it in Dayton. Mm, no, I did not. You're absolutely right. So it's 2005, you're right. So I, uh, God, it's still 18 years ago already. You believe that? 18 years ago, man. Wow. I know. But yeah, I never, ever drove it in the winter. I shipped it to, to Florida every winter, and then I shipped it back home in the spring. Now, there was no way I was going to drive that car in the winter. Not a chance. First of all, it sat way too low to the ground, so say, if there was any snow, you would have never gotten through. If it's no two inches, you would have been stuck. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That thing was so low. Yeah. I'm pretty it sure was. you had to actually climb up to get out of the uh, oh, car. You did. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was like totally. uh, the bottom of the car actually sat below the road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I believe It was like a wormhole a kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Road yeah. You had to take stairs up to the roof yeah. to step go. out onto the, the road. Yeah. It was a, dimen it was a it. dimensional warp that this car created in front of itself. Yeah. Seriously, though, it was incredible. like if you had long legs, it was like, have you ever seen Nightmare Before Christmas where Jack Skellington <laughs> yeah, is getting to, out? Like, yeah, he's like yeah. doing his spider legs <laughs> thing. That's what I had to do to get out of that car. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm hmm it was great, except that they did that bricking thing where if the uh, engine stopped, the, the wheels would lock up and you couldn't even push it off the highway. So I said, I can't be driving a car. You can't move if it shuts down. Yep. Well, now they don't that's do that anymore. <clears throat> no, they do not do that anymore. So that's a good thing. They, they wised up. They did indeed. So mom has a new car. She's all happy about it. And I'm happy for it because it's a great car. Looked at a lot of different things. Of course, we were at the dealership yesterday for four hours, oh so that was a thrill. God, it takes a long time it to buy a car. It takes forever. Man. When we got our Subaru, I was just like, wait, I got to get out of here. We have been here for th three days. So what so is going on? Well, did you just write a check? Or, or yep. And it took four hours? Four hours. We just bought a car a few to, months ago. Yeah. yeah. It takes, it, you have to clear your day to buy a car now. Well, they still have to do all the license, you know, the license plate and the tax and the forms and the this and the that and the car yep. tax report and oh my goodness! And they still clean it up even though it's perfectly clean. It's like, nah, just don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if this is like a COVID thing, but I mean, when we bought the Rogue, I remember it taking quite a while. I don't think I remember it taking three hours though, like that did one with my kicks. Yeah. It was literally, it was all day. We went there in the afternoon, and by the time we got home, it was getting dark. Yep, it takes Amazing. a long time. Well, and yeah, just, just to test drive the car, because I, I did the gas, just the gas only one, because I thought maybe I don't want a hybrid, because there's two more things to break, but then with the warranty, it's like it's all covered anyway. Well, what about, um, the, what about and, the online? Uh, I'm sorry. Huh? What about the online systems where they... You, they deliver your car. Still haven't really gotten that going. Uh, there was n <clears throat> none um, within the area that, like, Car uh, it's Carvana, right? Carvana is trash. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, is it really? Do is not it? buy a car. Yeah, they, like, they won't give people their titles for their cars for months and months, if at all, what? sometimes. They're, they're, like, millions of dollars in debt. Uh-oh. There's oh. the owner is a father-son duo and one of them <clears throat> has charges against them for fraud from another company and then they started um. Carvana and 
yeah, there. I don't see Carvana lasting and lasting another five years. Yeah, you could go. You could go to the dealership and say, "I want that car. Here's the money. Deliver it tomorrow when you're done playing with your stuff." Yeah. No, you have to sign one hundred yeah. million forms. It's a you lot have of to forms. give them your credit. They do the credit check. They'll do all sorts of checks. We don't need a credit check. They don't need a credit check if you're buying the car cash. I mean, I suppose sure. if you just handed them, you know, forty thousand dollars cash, they'd probably expedite the process a bit. But there's yeah, still a lot car- of like release forms, and you have yeah. to like they have to go through all the options. And, and there's a million Carvana, billion different options. Yeah, you're not going to get those. You, you just don't end up with the right. I, I don't. I don't think that they guarantee stuff the way other places do. I don't know. I. I I like buying the kind of car at the dealership um, just so you can make sure you get the warranty stuff. Dave says he bought his truck via email, and it took an hour. Ooh, I like it. I don't know what that means. Off of another, like, Dan sold cars. No, he was at the dealership, he said. So apparently he just, I emailed the head and said, have it ready or something. I don't know how that, I guess, well, they can probably do authenticine, that sort of thing. Yeah. And if so, yeah, I would much I rather do that. Just wait for them to email you everything. I, th- I think if you know exactly what you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want this kind of car and this color right. and la la la. And if you find it, I'm, I'm buying it and that's the end of it. You don't even have to test drive it or anything. And that's a whole different thing. Other, th- I didn't really know exactly what I wanted until I did some research about this car and the fact that these Lexuses are Toyota products and the engines are good and mm-hmm. I just like I think I, I think this is just what I want so I just found the right car with low miles and nice and clean and I'm like I'm just gonna get it what it I took s- me a little while to decide exactly because I was like maybe I want this one maybe I want a Tesla maybe <laughs> and I was like I don't want to do this anymore I specifically <laughs> just wanted adaptive cruise control that's it that's all you cared about. And really you would nice. be surprised how difficult that was to find because all the cars really? in the entire state were sold. Oh, yeah. You bought oh, a car at a really yeah. bad time to buy a car. Yeah, you were looking when there was no cars. All the chip problems were going on. Yeah. Yeah, and you put a, you're put you going to be putting a ton of miles on a car, too. So. Yeah. It's a well, whole thing. Andy, when do, you do, when do you use adaptive cruise control? Uh, sorry, I was taking the phone. What? Well, when when do you use adaptive cruise control? Anytime I'm on the highway, basically. Which is a lot for Which him. for me is, yeah, 95% of my driving. Hmm. Like in the city, I wouldn't use it because you're just, there's so much crap going on. But so like when I leave my do? house, I basically set it and then, you know, half an hour later, I'm at work. So all the annoying parts of cruise control, which is no everybody slowing down and speeding up all the time. Yep, it does that for you. Yep, it just does that for you. Mm-hmm. My car has. And you it trust too. it? It's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. use it all. Really? The, I use it every single day. The only time I, mean, I, it's not good, is when it's snowing really hard or raining, and the sensors get like clogged up with snow. Oh. Then, it, but then it tells you it's like mm-hmm. uh, adaptive cruise control is not working. Sorry. Yeah, mine's oh. called EyeSight. Yeah, that's like Subaru, I think, invented it. <clears throat> yep. And yeah, theirs is like a special one. Yeah, because my car is, what, a 2016, I think, and my car came with it, and I didn't even know what it was, and I was like, whoa. 
Yeah, I first cool. used it in Melissa's mom's car, I think. And yeah, I was like, I gotta have this. It's for half an hour on the highway each way. And it always makes sure that you have two car lengths ahead of you or whatever oh. the You can set the car lengths in mine. Really? Because nice. mine automatically does like the how many of her car lengths it is if the person right. in front of you slams on their brakes, that's how long it takes you to react or whatever. Yep. But then my car oh. will also, which I'm sure yours does too, Andy, will stop itself if there's a car stopped in front yeah. of me, like it beeps at me and says object detected, yeah. and then it will slam the brakes on by itself if I'm not paying attention, yeah. which that's oh. never happened to me before. But I've had it do yeah. it when I was paying attention and it overreacted. That's mine, always fun. Mine has beeped at me before. I've been like, object detected. I'm like, yes, because I'm in a car wash and there's a door in front yeah, of me. Like, exactly. I'm aware. Or it's like I'm at a stoplight and I'm stopping, yeah. but I don't stop soon enough for it. So it freaks uh, out. And it's like, you're about to crash. It's like, no, I'm not. Please yeah. calm down. Relax. So what kind of car do you have, to, Andy? Nissan Kicks. And a I, Nissan I had never heard that. of it either. His dad's got a Nissan. Yeah, yes. Melissa has a Nissan. I wonder if his has that, because he Probably. should have that on all the time. Almost he certainly. should have that on all the time. I'll look. Does it work at low speeds? It uh, works at technically, any speed. it works any speed up or as low as, I think, 25, maybe. It doesn't work oh. at extremely low speeds, like city driving, but I wouldn't oh. have it on in the city anyway. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. Well, if you're creeping along... <clears throat> Because I had some sort of car that if you were mine. creeping along, you, you could press a button and you didn't have to keep your foot on the brake all the time. This car has that. I've never my, tried that. My car does do it. I've tried it in traffic before. Oh. I'm like, let's just see. But it is a little bit. It takes time to. It's a little jerky. Oh. More. Mine's the than... opposite. It takes like a long time to like start accelerating oh, again. okay. Oh, we have Officer Dave on the phone, and we have Tim on the line at the same okay. time. He's here. What are we going to do car, about it's this? It's car day, apparently. We yes, it is. We're doing car, car selling secrets on Dave Tuesday. Pull me over. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not active right now, Tim. You get a pass. Bummer. <laughs> I always wanted to get a ticket. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, you know what? I got pulled over last week because I had a burnt-out headlight. Oh. And I thank the officer for his service because that's what I do, baby. You guys are putting your ass on the line every single day. So even if I get arguing. a ticket, I still thank the officer, man. You didn't start arguing with him and filming? Yeah, yelling at him. No. Yeah. You didn't say, right actually, away. I wasn't driving. I was traveling. And also, I am not Tim Lammers. Tim Lammers is the name on my legal certificate, which represents my person, not my... Have you, have you ever pulled over a sovereign citizen? I have. Yeah, and they all talk exactly like that, don't what? they? What? Yep. yep. It's like, well, that's okay. You're traveling on this road in my city, so I'm enforcing the laws of the roads in my city. Yes, so but the law says if you're driving, but I'm not driving. I'm traveling. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> you're on my. You're in my city on my street. Yeah, the I argument it never works, but they keep doing it. I don't know. Everybody. It's all that word of mouth that, oh, this is what you got to say. That's true. It's like a magic spell. It's like a Harry Potter, you know. <laughs> exactly. Ticket us get and out again, of them. If I, could, if I could just give a tip to anybody who gets pulled over, and I actually learned this from somebody else, but it, me, it makes complete sense. When you, the lights are on behind you and before the officer comes up, roll down your window halfway, get your license out, put both your hands on the 
the window with your with the license in it. That way, yeah. there's no questioning where your hands are. That you're not a threat. You're complying because that's the it, key. Comply. The the rutting around for your driver's license is make can make us nervous too. Mm. Wait for us to ask for it. So we yeah. can watch. So, just you know, eliminate that threat. Again, it's so simple. You know, yep. and, and I, of course yep. I did it again uh, this time. And again, you know, it was nice. I mean, the guy's looking out for my well-being, the officer. And, uh, you know, it's also fun, Officer Dave, because I, I'm out in Wright County. My dad was one of the original four Wright County deputies. So that's yep. kind of fun to share that trivia because everybody, there were town cops prior to the formation of the Wright County uh, Sheriff's Department. And uh, yep. he was pulled in from uh, our little town out here out west, and he was one of the originals. Yep. So, but again, you know, I'm not, I'm not. This, this all came after I was told that I wasn't getting a ticket. Even if I was told I was getting a ticket, it is always fun to share that little bit of trivia. So, but again, That's I, I cool. you know, you know, I respect you guys. I don't, have, but I, I will keep saying it because again. <sighs> I think there's still a there, there's such of a disdain towards cops, man. It just pisses me yep. off. There is. So I was going to explain quick, and then I'll get out of Tim's way. Um, I literally found the truck that I wanted to buy, brand new. Emailed the guy I bought my previous four vehicles, five vehicles from. Said I'm looking for this. Find it. And he says I can't find it. Right now we don't have it. There's nothing local. I did a nationwide search. There was one in Worthington, one in Halleck, and one in Texas. And I says, the one in Halleck is perfect. I can do with that one. He says, okay. And sent him all the stuff that I had needed to do the credit and all the other stuff. And I walked into the dealership. I actually had to borrow one for just to make sure it would fit in my garage before I bought it. Um, drove up, got the truck, brought it back, put it in the garage, drove it back up to the dealership, said, order it, I'll take it, make the switch. Walked in after they got it, signed the paperwork, and was done in one hour. Wow. That's nice. It's good to, it's good to have a good uh, dealer representative that you trust and can work with. So. Definitely. Yeah. Hour. What do you have to sign? Have you never bought a, a car? Just, yeah, really. You, you when's the last time you bought a car? <laughs> well, I'm, oh, we leased a car a while back, but it wasn't. It, I, I just don't know what. what that was a whole, the lease thing and all that. that, that, that I can understand that, but if you're just buying a car. Buying a car is yep. more complicated than leasing a car. Uh, I was surprised. Well, Why? we leased one time, and it was a long process. So, I think it's yeah. changed in the last like probably six years or so. But I've never leased one. I only only buy them. I mm -hmm. guess. I remember getting my Compass, or no, my my Renegade my, was my most recent dish one, and I don't think that took very long. I yeah. went in there, I traded in my Compass, got my Renegade. I feel like I was in there for maybe an hour. Yeah, but things know. have changed quite a bit. Everything. Well, you know, I was also in there now. with somebody called Tom Bernard, and he does like to storytell and That's make true. things <laughs> a lot longer. Than That's they true. normally would be. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> There's a lot of storytelling. Oh, wow. All right, guys. Yeah. I'll get out of Tim's way. Tim, nice to talk right. to you, my friend. Take it easy. Love you all. all right.
Thanks. Bye. Bye. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. I was going to say the best way to buy a car is um, in Tulsa King. Remember how he got his car? Uh, Ty, Tyrus, oh, he, uh, Tyree, Tyson. Yeah. Uh, went in and tried to buy a car, and the dealer just kind of kicked him out. And then Sly went back with him and punched him and put a <laughs> giant string of yeah, with the cord. Bunch of cash. Bunch they got cash. that deal done in a, in a big hurry. That's the way to do it right there, baby. <laughs> Yeah, Tulsa King. And we just, uh, what we watched Mayor of Kingstown? Last night, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so you're done with it then? Uh, are we done with it? Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're only in the second season. Well, yeah. Yeah, the second well, season I mean, but super violent how, many, and how many episodes are you in? Because <clears throat> the finale for season two aired last Sunday. Okay, we're, we're three in. I think. Three in. Oh, okay. You got a ways to go, because yep. obviously the big uh, question now is with Jeremy Renner, how, you know, if ever are they right. going to do a season right. three? So you know, Mike and I, uh, Mike Bryant, uh, we text uh, every Sunday about Tulsa King because we're not not Tulsa King. Excuse me, uh, Mayor Kingstown. I, I yeah. think we used to text about <clears throat> Tulsa. King. Uh, kind of comparing notes afterward. And so we're both caught up and we're both done. And it kind of sucks when you get to the end of a season, especially yeah. when the future of the series is up in the air. At least with Tulsa King, we know that there's a season two coming. Yes. So, um, but now the timing is pretty good. I mean, there's a, I really know nothing about this show, but starting this Sunday on Paramount Plus is a show called Rabbit Hole with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, I and, saw, yeah, I saw uh, the promo for it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, is it going to be another 24? What is it going to be like? Um, he swears it's not. But, uh, you know, it looks sort of intense. Again, I know nothing about the show itself. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. At least they're keeping the new stuff coming. Remember back in the old days when you had fall television and shows oh, yeah. were pretty oh, yes. much done by the spring, and then you'd see reruns. Yep. Well, now, since streaming, or probably since cable, I mean, basically shows are released when they want to release them. There are no seasons anymore. Right. Uh, right. right. So, yeah, this is an espionage thriller, it looks like. That's all I'm reading because I want to go into it fresh. But Kiefer's in it, so I'll definitely watch it. Well, yeah, when's the last good. time he, was, he played a character that wasn't basically Jack Bauer? It's been well, a while. Designated Survivor, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he was the designated, what was he, the 
secretary of housing development or something. Yeah, he after was everyone the died. Secretary. And then they escalated him to president when the uh, Capitol went kaboom. Um, and I did, did, did you guys watch that series? I, I watched a few episodes, but I don't know why I never finished the series, but it looked like a good show. I remember people talking about it, but it also it didn't last. It got two and a half seasons. And then they finished it on Netflix, I think. I think Netflix picked it up. And that's that's the big problem. You know, you have high hopes for a show like Willow, for example, on Disney+. And it airs one season on a cliffhanger. Uh, it ends, you know, with the eighth episode or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they cancel it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it survive? I, I wanted to see Val Kilmer somehow. You know, they you had just like the... Um, Documentary Val, his son Jack Kilmer voiced yep. a thing that sounded and and he actually helped voice the thing for Top Gun Maverick as well. Uh, but the big tease for this season was, are we going to see Mad Mart again, which was the Val Kilmer character in the original Willow movie? <clears throat> and we didn't quite get there. And it looks like apparently we won't ever get there. Hmm. Doesn't seem like it anyway, but um, we only, Catherine and I only have three episodes left of City on a Hill, and that's over forever. You know, I'm going to miss those assholes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I love it. You know what, though? Isn't that the greatest <laughs> when somebody plays against type? I oh, mean, yeah. Kevin Bacon, and I haven't seen the show yet, but playing against type is, is great. I mean, oh. otherwise it's... <laughs> it kind of goes to the point of what Andy was just saying. Well, when is the last time Kiefer played a character that wasn't like Jack Bauer? Yeah. You want to see somebody different for yeah. a change. And uh, I, I tell you what, next week I, I'll let you know whether Kiefer's the same guy in Rabbit Hole that he is and everything else. Now, I'm just looking at the trailer playing. He looks like Jack Bauer. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I, yeah, I feel that this typecasting thing is, is a reality because I really don't, I mean, Sylvester Stallone is always Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Typecasting I, I just, has been a thing for a hundred years. Well, I don't think that a lot of these actors can actually do anything else to tell you the truth. I mean, it's a very rare actor that comes out and does something completely different and you go, holy yeah. God, they're really well, good at that. Yeah, I mean, Stallone is the same Stallone in Tulsa King, but Stallone is also very, very funny in yeah. Tulsa King. And that's the sort he of is. side of a character that you rarely do see. So that's why I like that show so much. Not so much of, you know, the tough guy thing. We've seen it, although it is funny, like when yeah. he took that um, um, water, that steel water bottle and conked somebody on the head with it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was one of the early episodes, and but but he is so damn funny in that show, and of course you got to credit the writing there too, um, with the Sopranos guys and um, um, well, what's his name, the guy that uh, who's the big guy be behind Yellowstone? Oh, uh, Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it, it all comes down to the writer sometimes. Otherwise, yeah, you do get the same characters. But, you know, like with this Kiefer thing, it, you know, again, I'm just looking at little clips rolling in front of me right now. Y you know, is he funny at all? Does he bring some sort of different dimension to the character that he hasn't before? Or is he a completely different character like Kevin Bacon is? You know, um, again, I can't wait to see it just because of what you're telling me. 
<laughs> it's a, it's like a totally different Kevin Bacon than we're used to seeing. Oh, I can't imagine Kiefer Sutherland trying monster. to be funny. Yeah. Well, he's not funny. He's well, never actually, been he's funny sometimes before. is funny. He sometimes is a little funny, but it's his character is definitely not to be no funny. He always or plays the jaded hard ass. Fun. Yeah, every once in a while they try to like do a little. The reason why he's like this is because you know of all the things that happened to him in his life. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't excuse what a complete jackass he is. Nothing mm. does. Nothing can possibly make up for what an asshole he is. No. He's terrible. Another, another show that um, that you've <clears throat> both seen, you and uh, Tommy, the uh, George and Tammy. Yeah, uh, that's a great show. Of, of Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain both sing. Is that correct? Yes. Because if yep. they do, yeah, great singers. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they did it's a terrific. great job. Did an absolute great job. What was that ter that movie that we saw? The film noir, the new one with what's his face? Oh, that's the film noir with what's his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah the film noir we just saw it. We just saw it. I'm sorry. What, Tim? Oh, uh, Marlo with Liam yeah, Neeson. Yeah, it's terrible. That's the only okay, noir I'm Liam Neeson. Exactly. He yeah. can't do anything but be. He is supposed to be kind of funny and sarcastic. Cannot do it. No. Can not huh. do it. Nope. He delivers terrible. every single line exactly the same way. He's not a good actor. No. I'm sorry. Is he trying to be a gumshoe, you know. He's yeah. a gumshoe, yeah, that's supposed to be so, you know, like a Humphrey Bogart <laughs> kind of a character, and he can't do it. He's not good. Well, there's a reason uh for uh films like that coming out with little fanfare and not lasting very long in theaters and then all of a sudden appearing on pay-per-view or what what is it called video on demand pay-per-view used to be cable that's a cable term what do you mean uh, it had yeah. 1.8 million in its opening weekend oh oh 1.8 million dollars that's a lot of money how much yeah. 1.8 million oh 22 percent on Rotten tomatoes uh, as we were watching it, I kept looking over at Tom, hoping he was either asleep or which was, was so bored he was <laughs> going to get up and do off. something else so we could turn it off. I'm like, I hate this movie. Jessica well, Lang was in it. it. Jessica Lang was in it. Adrian, that, was Adrian Brody in that? Uh, no, he was not. No, Adrian Brody was in, was in Poker Face. Oh, he was in Poker Face. Yeah. That's right. Really not for good. long. Liam Neeson, yeah, Diane Kruger, Jessica Lang. And oh, a bunch really? of people I've never heard of before. Oh yeah, oh it's, it's got God. it had a big lineup. That's why we thought, well, maybe it'll be worth watching. But it just never took off because he's not good at that. He's not good. Well, again, there, there's a good reason that some of these films like this are buried. Yeah, yeah. you know, they're just okay. You, you, whoever's backing the film will say, okay, your name will open in theaters because that's what they all want, right? They yeah. want to see themselves on the big, big screen. So they give it to them, but they give it to them for a week or whatever. And then it just fades away after it makes $1.8 million. And that's it. Now, another film that's hurting, big time hurting, is Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Made $30 million domestically. Uh, they say, as in uh, online, because you just can't believe what you read online, Made for 110 to 125 million. Doubt that because you always That's have way low. Involved. Yeah, yeah. So it it basically made a quarter of 
it's 64 worldwide, but yeah, the difference between the worldwide box office and, and the American box office is that the theaters make more money from the ticket prices, which still isn't a lot. And mm. the foreign theaters keep a lot more of the box office. So that's why these films have to earn a certain amount of money before they're actually in the black. Uh, so this film is going to lose its act. Oh. Uh, you know, it's just... So I guess, you know, how much did Marlowe cost? I don't know. But they, I, I doubt that that studio, whoever the hell it was, is going to lose as much as DC did. And there's a reason now why you got these studios making these big cuts. Thousands of jobs are being cut at a time. Yesterday, uh, there was an announcement that Disney was cutting 4,000 more jobs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Disney Studios? Uh, I think corporation. it's all the corporation, yeah. So <clears throat> it could wow. be parks or whatever. But the big news yesterday was that one of the big Marvel people left. You know, whether she was fired, whether she left on her own volition, who knows? I'm sure there's a golden parachute involved, and she's not going to be hurting. But that's a sure sign that a lot more heads are going to roll. Mm. But it's because of these high-stake movies, you know? They're, they're, they sink so much into it. And I've told you this story before. Um, Sony, a few years back, had a string of bombs. And one of them, I think, was Concussion with Will Smith. Yeah, right. <clears throat> okay, and who takes the hit? Not Will Smith. He gets his check. Right. It's the publicist that you know who's been working for them for 22 years. Yep. Yeah. Is all of a sudden out of a job. So that sucks. Yeah. And uh, apparently a lot of people are going to be losing their jobs at Disney. Well, are the movie stars still making the kind of money they were making? Oh, God, yeah. Are they? God. They're still that getting. Well, that's why. That's half of why movies cost so much to make is because these people are making $10, 20000000 million just to shoot a film over a summer. I forget. Uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. appeared in. The first Spider-Man with Tom Holland. And I think his paycheck, and I don't know if this is after, you know, back-end participation, profits, if he had any points, but 40 million bucks. Wow. For about 10 minutes of screen time. Yep, it's just sick, really. But we pay our entertainers a lot. Yes, we you do. Know, we yeah. pay yeah. more than we, we should. We pay our professional sports uh, uh, players, yeah. you know, which are entertainers. Yeah. You know, and and if you look at if you look at an NFL player, you know, uh, whether if you're on you can you're only on offense or you're on defense, you know, you work what, maybe a half an hour on oh, yeah. Sunday. Really work, otherwise wow. you're standing around waiting for the next. Uh, Next, next bit of work to do. Well, even if you're the quarterback, most of it you're just waiting for the ads to finish running yeah. before you can make your next snap. <laughs> so, so it is. You know, we like we just love to pay our entertainers so much yes, money. Yes, we do. So, you know, well, I, I want to know where the money comes from. That's what I want to know. I just can't believe that it's coming from network TV. But and that's no, why. That's why you know we have a team that's going through. You know, you lose people like Adam Thielen, who you just adore. Because one guy's making all the money, and uh, you have to, I don't know, try to get him to renegotiate his contract, and he doesn't. I'm not saying, I'm not going to say who this is, <clears throat> Kirk Cousins. There um, you go. <laughs> but, you know, 
teams suffer for that. There's no, it's not a team sport as much as they want to make you believe it's a right. team sport. It's about making 38 million, 40 million dollars yep, a season. Exactly. It's about, like you just said, it's about being an entertainer. It is not a sport. Mm-hmm. You're an entertainment. That's what I will tell you, you know, this. I'm sorry. Go I ahead, don't know. I just don't understand why the hell they ever paid that guy. Has never won anything. Why would you pay him that much? How many playoff games has he won? One, maybe two. Maybe two, but I don't even know that. He sucked in that final game. He was well, terrible. Here's the thing. Now this year apparently will be it for him. They didn't Good. extend his contract, and uh, yeah. I mean, you get a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who who's going to play for the Raiders now. I mean, he I got so, an yeah. exorbitant contract, and that guy, <laughs> they brought in, well, first of all, they demoted him. They propped up a new starter. Their starter gets hurt. Jimmy's in. Jimmy gets hurt. <laughs> and then the third guy steps in and kicks ass, and then he gets hurt during the championship game. Right, Jeez. right. But, you know, you got a guy with a history of getting hurt, and you still pay him $20 million for a season? I'm not sure if that's the exact amount. But to think about that, a guy who uh, has a history of injuries and you're still will. Now, who knows how that contract is structured? Maybe there's not that there's a smaller amount guaranteed or whatever. But God, that still seems like a lot of money to be paying somebody. But he's a good looking guy. That's what matters. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's a good looking yeah. guy. Exactly. He's an entertainer. I mean, you got keep looking at this. They, they are entertainers. He looked good on camera after the game. He's sitting there. He's well, of course, they're all in good shape. They're, they have a nice physique, but he's a good-looking guy. His, his face is a, he's a good-looking face. Good at generating the sound and bites. Generates and... the sound bites, and he is an mm-hmm. entertainer. So, it, you know, I, I, I just have such a hard time believing that people think this is a sport. No, it's entertaining. The thing that really bothers me about a lot of pro sports, but especially football, is that I would say the reason 95% of people even care about these sports is a, f- a sense of, like, local community kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when the Vikings win, it means Minnesota won. But I looked into it, and maybe a quarter of Vikings are even from Minnesota. So oh, Minnesota's not, not really even winning. It's people from all over the country dressing up as if they were from Minnesota. <laughs> so it's Semantics. Like, Red tape. I don't know. It's just like, it's very strange. It's, it's like a tribe thing, yeah, it's but exactly there are no is. tribes because they're just constantly shifting around. So it's like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, Minnesota won, but, you know, this guy's from Cleveland, and this guy's from New York, and this guy's from Texas. It's like Minnesota didn't win anything. Okay, here's Garoppolo's numbers. 67.5 million for 3 years. Jesus. Wow. Yep. With a 30, with 34 million guaranteed. Now. That's good. Here's the part of the deal that I didn't know. Cuz I'm looking Jimmy Garoppolo Raiders whatever. <clears throat> this is a report uh is today the 21st? Yeah, this yep. is today. Yep. Jimmy <laughs> You're going to like this. Not only is he going to make 67.5 or whatever, 34 million guaranteed. TMZ Sports says Jimmy Garoppolo offered quote unquote free sex for life deal from Las Vegas brothel workers. 
Oh, good. Okay. There you go. Jesus, really? See the perks of playing in Vegas. <laughs> See, I think he's already go, getting baby. that. Yeah, he's yes. probably. You know, so, he was like he was waffling on the sixty-seven point five, but once he got this free sex deal, then it's like, sure. I'm in, baby. Yeah, that's a clincher. God. Unbelievable. How about well, like Tim? Did, says, handsome guy, handsome guy. Tim, did you see <clears throat> Champions? No, I didn't did you see that. Preview I, I that. What I, I, I reviewed That's Woody Harrelson. That week. Yeah, and that didn't. That bombed. Did it bomb? Um, it was I a Fairly brother. Actually, I don't know. Maybe just Peter Fairley. One. It wasn't the Fairley brothers, but it was one Bobby. of the, Bobby and Caitlin Olson from. Uh, always sunny. I think she's terrific, but no, it just didn't grab hold. Twelve million huh. bucks. I think it was number thirty last week on the charts. That's not great. I've so never quickly. even heard of this movie. Whoa. So, I huh. haven't either. What's it's about? Sports? It's about basketball? Looks like. Oh, it's a bunch of misfits, of course. That you know, <laughs> that end up probably winning everything. I'm guessing. Oh, but, so um, it's the Mighty Ducks, but basketball. Basically. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The Mighty Ducks. Woody's great, though, man. The I Mighty Ducks. I like it. No, no. This week, of course, is the uh, the one that we've all been waiting for, and I screened it last week. John yeah, Wick man. Four, baby. Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> How many people are slain in this one? <laughs> well, I, I mentioned on uh, the uh, morning show last week, Friday, that you are going to have to see this movie more than once to keep oh. track of the kill count from John Wick. The body yeah. count. Oh my there god! There are so many. He Let's takes out clicker. so many people. It's impossible <laughs> click, to click, keep track. Click, click, click. It really is. I mean, I honest <laughs> to God, I started off one, two. Ah, oh, screw this. <laughs> you know, it I was know. like, and you know what he does? And I don't know, Tom. You could tell me uh, if he did this in the last movie or the movies before. There are bodies laying on the ground, and just for good measure, he pumps another round into them. Oh, he, does that he seems to be adding the bonus shot. Yeah, in a yeah, I think that's here, a wartime really tactic. Funny. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's you know, but it, this movie is everything you can hope for. And I warned Tom last week, two hours and forty nine minutes long. Oh. But but you get an hour. That means a bonus hour of John Wick killing. You get that many more bodies. <laughs> so is it like a self aware kind of thing, or is it? Taken oh, seriously. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. You know, it, it gets to the point where you have to embrace the the self aware, the funny. Yeah. You know, it's it's a you know they're they're in on the joke, and there is a very very funny part that I cannot reveal, but it really goes to the extreme, and it is so funny. I mean, people are laughing out loud. Um, a couple well, yeah, of scenes so towards the end where it's like this. They know they're just having fun. They're oh, just having fun. And it kind of takes you a little way away from the cruel reality of what is really happening. I mean, there are a lot of bodies dropping. Wait a second. So you need that humor. I, I, is, this, is this a healthy thing for us to be laughing at such gross <laughs> violence? It makes you wonder. Uh, it's so over the top, though. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Tom? I mean, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. I think part of the appeal of these films is that you're not getting the, yes, you're getting a lot of bodies dropping, but they're not dropping in the exact same way that they dropped in the movie before. They're finding more and more creative ways, over-the-top, outrageous ways of killing people. And they're all bad guys. Don't get me wrong. They all have what's coming to them. They all deserve it. Um, 
and 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 it's funny. And, and you know what I really like about it? Um, Chad Stelhowski is the uh, director, former stuntman, mm-hmm. and he must he must employ more stuntmen in this film than any other film in history because there are just so many bad guys that you know john wick is going through you know he does have associates that fight as well or you know friendly adversaries etc etc i mean there are hundreds there has to be hundreds of stunt performers in this this movie um but i have to tell you man these stuntmen they know how to direct a movie I mean, it is really so well choreographed. I can't, because you look at it and you say, you know, how many people sustain a real blow to the head? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You got to believe that some people are getting hurt Mm -hmm. in these scenes. If you don't know how to fall right, then yeah, just a fake fall can be very dangerous. Yeah. So, I mean, and so you got him, um, a great recommendation prior to John Wick, if you haven't seen it in his, uh, action slash vampire movie but it is so damn entertaining <laughs> it's called uh, day shift on netflix jamie fox and um what's uh, his name that uh shoot I'll, I'll have to look it up but it's a vampire thriller but jj perry is a protege of chad stilhouski or a former co-worker he directs it so another former stunt guy and they just make these sorts of formulaic movies prior to this feel fresh because you're just you're coming at it from a stunt person point of view. You know what I think would be a great idea for a movie? It's a group of custodians who follow John Wick around and have to clean up after him when he's done. Oh, that's sun, the sunshine. Like what was that Sunshine movie? cleaning. Sunshine, sunshine cleaning. Oh. Yeah, they actually went and cleaned up murder sites. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was their job. Suicide. <laughs> I'm just imagining it's like they've got this gigantic tanker that they have to dump all 170 bodies into. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got to get out their power washers, you yeah. know, the squeegees. Dave Franco is the other guy in Day Shift. Oh. So, oh, and the other thing, of course, do you ever hear one siren ever in any of these John no, Wick Who's no. investigating all these murders? No one. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> a... Everybody's just like in these movies. good riddance. Yeah. They're bad guys. We don't care. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's, like, it's like how you're not supposed to think about like, so Batman has a very strict no-killing policy, but some yeah. of the things he does in these movies, it's like, that guy's dead. Yeah. You pushed him off a five-story building, or it's like you're punching people right in the back of the head. He's got to kill someone accidentally eventually, but he never does somehow. You just, uh, you don't think about it. He just knows exactly. Something, something blows up. Something is, yeah, there's some, somebody getting dead somewhere. Like they really, some some of them should be killed. Yeah. Yeah, but he can't. He says, he says if he starts killing, he won't be able to stop. There you go. It's it's a very moral thing. I feel like I didn't know that. No? I don't think I knew that. No, it's a, been a big part of his personality. Oh, good for Batman. And it's, uh, it has the added bonus of uh, infinitely generating content, because if no villain yeah. ever yeah, dies, then they can always come back see, and start doing more stuff. The thing, Sage got a Batman book for Christmas Aww. from his grandpa, and I am reading these stories. There's like f- 10 stories in this book. And I'm just like, why can't they just stay in prison? I know. What? 
Why are they so coming? How crappy are these prisons in Gotham uh, City? Truly. Yeah, like upgrade the Soft security. Soft on crime, Gotham City. Upgrade the security in these prisons. They're yeah. just coming back again and again. It's ridiculous. I know. It gets to like parody levels. It's like, yeah. Because it's the same, what, kind 10 criminals? It's, it's the same, yeah, it's the exact, it's always Two-Face, you've always got Joker, you've always got Bane. <laughs> Poison always Ivy, escaping the somehow. Penguin. It's yeah, like there's yeah. a, there was a famous uh, video game series called Arkham City, or Arkham Asylum, which basically, Gotham City got so bad that what they did is they just took a city and made it into a big prison. They just encased it, oh, put right, everybody, yep. all the I villains in that, that city, yep. so it's just Villain City. Okay. And even then, they somehow managed to, like, kidnap people and bring them into the city. <laughs> so now Batman has to go into the prison <laughs> okay. to rescue people it's from oh. the prison. Very full oh circle. It's like, yeah, seriously. It's, oh there's gosh. some That's gross funny. incompetence going around in yeah. uh, Gotham City. Uh, yeah. So Let's how's Ant-Man doing? The TV show with the pow and the bang and those big... Uh, yeah. Dialogue balloons coming up. Oh, that'll know? come yeah. back one of these days, I'm sure. The, yeah. the like extreme cheese factor because yeah. marvel's already basically there in some they've ways, got yes. a lot of cheese going on yes. they just haven't fully yeah. embraced it yet yeah these films are suffering though and that's another one that ant-man and the wasp quantumania another one you know it's hard to say well a film makes a hundred million dollars in its first weekend and it's a bomb but again right. i mean when you're doling out all the money yep you know, that goes to people who have points in it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I mean, it takes a long time, if ever, for a film to make its money back. Well, I'm talking well, about yeah. the amount of people involved in these movies. M Melissa and I really never watched any Marvel movies. In it, We haven't watched them in years. So we've been going through them. And, of course, we have, like, you know, a bedtime now because we have a kid. So what keeps happening is we're watching the movie and we're like, how much time is left? Okay, 45 minutes. I think we can make that work. The movie's actually only 10 more minutes long. It's the credits that are a half an oh, hour yeah. long. Isn't it amazing? It's like there must be yeah. 5,000 people involved in making this movie. Yeah. Even if oh, yeah. each of them only makes $100,000, that's millions and millions of dollars right there. Yep. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why you've got these big budgets. And that's the other thing with these two hour and 10 minute movies as Shazam Fury of the Gods is, you have a mid credit scene. Yep, always a mid credits. Again, we've been conditioned mm -hmm. to stay to the end of the very end of the credits because the inevitably there's going to be a scene at the very, very end. Yep. So if you want to know everything that's going on with Shazam, you got to stay the full two hours and 10 minutes to see it. Otherwise, it's just 10 minutes of credits rolling where everybody leaves. Everybody leaves, that's, yeah. So you can you can you can shorten your viewing time to two hours instead of two hours and ten minutes. But I I told people you know there's enough time between scenes and Shazam that you can run to the bathroom that you've been you know mm -hmm. you've been waiting for two hours you can run after that first um, the the first uh, credit scene happens just a few minutes in and then you got a good seven eight nine ten minutes in between that and the last one. Well, you can so. uh, you can make the credits, uh, you know, fun and entertaining by seeing how much Hollywood bloat there is. There's always, <laughs> it's always like, you know, assistant to the caterer's dog. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know it is. Best boy, worst boy. Best boy. <laughs> you, you know what the best boy is? The best boy is basically like the gopher, isn't he? 
Yeah, he's an assistant to a grip. Mm-hmm. He just yeah I does all the stuff. I always saw that, and I asked. I, I had an intro to film class in school, and I said, uh, some actor came in to talk, and I asked him. I said, "What? Are, what is the best boy? I see that on every single credit. What yep. is the best? There's always there the best go. boy. Basically, a gopher. You're right. Sometimes he's there's a best boy grip, and then there's like a best boy gaffer. Multiple best boys. Oh you know? yeah. Yep. It takes a lot of people to make movies, it and sure again. Does. Um, you know, you're wondering why these movies cost millions upon millions of dollars, and it's it's all right there in front of you. And I think a large part of it, apart from the acting, is the CGI. I mean, it's they're, they're an exorbitant amount of people working on um, graphics for this. And, and you know, it's just, I don't know, man. Just give us the practical effects. I love that. And you can tell when you get practical effects in films now. Um CGI, is, I don't know. I don't want to say boring. It's so impressive. It is very impressive. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. You just long for the days with the guy in the suit. Mm-hmm. You know, Godzilla in the suit. Yeah, they'll they'll do a uh, a driving scene, and then it'll cut to a suspiciously non-detailed version of the vehicle they're driving in, and then it'll like you know tip over and set on fire. It's very obviously a miniature on a like a little set, but <laughs> it's uh, you know it's what we're used to. Yeah, exactly. They just take like a micro machine and pour gasoline on it, set it on fire. Look, their car's on fire now. I know you hear that dog barking. Woof, woof. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like it, though. We like dogs barking. Hey, hey, settle. You know what? I like, I, I love her, though, because she's protecting me. Oh, actually, yep. you know, it's the passive. He doesn't care. Hold on. Let me take care of No, not known as guard dogs. Well, it's another year. What's new for 2023 at Walzer? Well, we're going back in time in a way. You bought a DeLorean franchise. Not exactly. The market's returning to normal. New inventories are getting back to pre-pandemic levels, and used car prices are returning to normal. So what's a 1995 Camry worth? Deep sympathy. Mike, have you considered something newer? Well, I would if it came with a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hey, was that convincing? As if I knew what a powertrain was? No. It's major medical coverage for your car, and it's free with every new car and most used cars at Walzer. I hope you're also keeping your return and exchange program. Of course, people really like that because it means you can't make a mistake. Interestingly, though, we sold 45,000 cars last year, and we took back less than 100. Amazing upfront pricing, a free 150,000-mile warranty, a return and exchange policy... It's no wonder you sold 45,000 cars last year. To learn more, go to walzer.com. Can I add something? No. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this. If the adjuster really, truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay.
ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Is uh, is Kristen ready to go? Uh, she is not. Well, she's not yet. Okay. Unsure where she. Well, she's scheduled. Yeah, she's scheduled for noon. So any second. Yeah, she is. Oh, any second she should be on. Oh, that, she has some... just joined us. Okay. When Tim comes back, I want to read something okay, before I'm here. we. I'm here. Okay. I'm sorry. Now, Kristen's going to join us too, Timmy. But I gotta, I gotta read you something. Both of you. I'm glad both of you are on at the same time. Okay. You ready, Kristen? How are you, Kristen? You're there. You go. Kristen's up. Here. There you go. Kristen. Okay. We can barely hear you though. Oh, really? No, it's better now. That's good. Yeah, that's better now. Okay, I wanted to read this for you and Tim and everybody else on the show, and of course all the listeners. Last night, uh, Minnesota's own, he's from Minnesota, Al Franken hosted uh, The Daily Show. Oh, no. Because they're trying out all these different people to host The Daily Show. I think he's like the ninth person they've tried out uh, to host The Daily Show. I mean, it's it's going to be difficult for them to find somebody as bad as Trevor Noah. I was going to say it's like it's not a not big shoes to fill here. He was terrible. Yes, he was. Uh, now, as I pointed out, this is Al's hometown, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm looking at the Star Tribune, and there's an article about him hosting the re, uh, the uh, the Daily Show last night. There are 37 comments, and one of them is positive. One what website is this, though? Wow. What's that? You said the Star Tribune? Yeah. Well, wasn't he? He was unpersoned, though, right? He, he was on what? Unpersoned. Basically, it means he was uh, cast oh, to, out, exiled. Yeah, he, that's true. Persona that whole, non grata because ex- of the whole... Uh, yep, exactly. On the boat or whatever that was? Yeah. The photo. They hate hey, him now. Some sort of uh, military plane, right? Because they went to entertain troops oh, or something? Oh, yep. It might have been like right. a USO tour of... Some sort. Yeah, it was some sort of military thing. Yeah. It was indeed. Al, not he's a huge fan of mine. non grata, really? Yep. Pretty well. No, I mean, he appeared on national television last night, so somebody likes him, but just not people from Minnesota. Huh. I thought I mean, he seriously. was going to run again. Oh, God. Uh, I feel whatever. like he's going to stay in the Hollywood loop. You think so? But he's not going to get much so. work, is he? Kristen, you think he's going to get any work? He's he's not very good. The, well, you know what? Getting a week on The Daily Show is definitely something because you're looking at a lot of high-profile yeah. comedians that are doing it. So I consider him, I call this a soft launch, you know, where they're testing the waters, seeing what right. the response is like, seeing how they need to pivot the PR. Does he need to do a sit-down interview? This is definitely a soft launch. Huh. Well, you know, I thought he was really funny on Saturday Night Live. Him and, and Tom Davis. Did you really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, Stuart Smalley. Oh. He got old, but I, I, I like that, okay? Look, you got to remember, I'm comparing it to what we're getting these days on Saturday well, Night Live. <laughs> yeah, everything, that's true. everything back then was golden. That's you true. Know? You're right about Stuart that. Stuart Smalley and was it Michael Jordan, the two of them doing... Yes. Yes. They couldn't stop laughing. Really I mean, yeah. It's a really good sketch. And go and look it up on YouTube. It's worth it. And he did a thing called the One Man uh, Mobile Uplink. And mm-hmm. that, that, that was usually on Weekend Update. And that was really funny. So, yeah, I liked him okay. Um, yeah. He and I never got along. It was one of those deals where he just, he and I were just not the same kind of person. We never did get along. As a matter of fact, the last time he appeared on the morning show over at the Q. Uh, I brought him on. I said, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Al Franken. And there's a long pause. He goes, 
Well, if it isn't the great Tom Bernard. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh really, Al? You must you not be like in town, little You guys like to get under each fella. other's skin. I love it. <laughs> oh, God, is he annoying. No. And he's not funny in the least. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I really admired the guy for a long time. And then I had a couple opportunities to interview him. And it was always, uh, I don't have time for this sort of thing. I know. Yep. One time was in person. The other time was on the phone, and he kept interrupting the interview to take calls. Oh. <laughs> I mean, at least, I'm not kidding you, a half dozen times. <laughs> then, then, oh, yeah. finally, when the, the rumbling started getting out that he was going to run for office, uh, it was on the Prairie Home Companion um movie premiere red carpet he pulls in you know limo make sure he's on you know he's looking like a political big shot already and mm -hmm. i interviewed him there and then he was great because he had to put he up needed you yeah he needed exactly you. exactly but prior to that when he was an actual performer never had the time and that's no. really disappointing because again this is a guy who's he's the hometown team you know mm -hmm. uh no he he could have cared less it, it was so disappointing. So yeah, I I, I share I, my situation and is, isn't as bad as yours, Tom. But <laughs> I'm right with you. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Who really does? I'll close with this one, uh, and then we can move on with other stuff. But two years ago, we were in Nashville doing a couple of morning shows for for the Q, and we went to the airport, and somebody said, "Tom, did you see Al Franken? Is it right down the hall?" I said, no, nah, I didn't see him. I don't know. Whatever. Good for him. Well, all of a sudden, he and his two people that were with him walked right past me, and he wouldn't even look at me. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. He Nothing wouldn't even look here. at me. Nothing to see here. Just keep well, moving. And you can't do anything for him right now, so. No, that's Why would he look him. at you? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any chance he's going to get that job uh, doing the Daily Show because I guess he's not. Uh, everything I've read about it in the in the press so far has been very negative that he was just not funny. Yeah, Kristen, your comment about uh, this being a soft launch for him. So how bad how bad do your Me Too violations have to be before you don't get a soft launch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How much of that? How well, much, so how much are you going to tolerate again? So once again. The, they talk about hypocrisy in, in there. You know, how much are you going to tolerate? When's Jeffrey coming back? When are we going to get Jeffrey back in the, in the loop? Jeffrey well, Epstein. I look at that. Like, Louis C.K. is out there selling out across the country. Yeah, he is. I'm not buying tickets to see his show, but plenty of people are. He's not missing my, you know, $100. But plenty of women are. Plenty of women are, exactly. And plenty of women might not have been upset by the situation. Like, that's the thing. Like, he is going to find plenty of an audience that's not going to be offended by what he was accused of. Yeah, so. Didn't he, didn't he admit it, actually? I mean, you he, say accused. I thought he was pretty open about doing what he was doing, which is really vile, if you think about it. Right, Honestly. masturbating in front of women um, when it's not asked for and not consented to is pretty gross. Jesus. Well, he said How it could... was consented to, so he didn't admit the, to that. And the women, there were two of them in the room, were like, no, it wasn't. Why did, <laughs> so the doors were locked and the women could not leave, and I'm not, he shouldn't have done that. But do they, they sat there? Uh, you know, I don't re recall all the details, but again, it's, it's the situation of power that, you know, they were 
he was a lot more powerful than they were. And people get nervous about being canceled or about being blacklisted. I think that, I think that the dialogue and the conversation has changed, but we're going back to pre 2017. There you go. And people feel more empowered, you know, to say no or to walk out of that room and to just be like, forget it. I think also people need to realize people are willing to put it all out there. People will go on a podcast and be like, this just happened to me with Louis CK, blah, 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 where it wouldn't have happened in say 2015. Hmm. So I have a question. Both sides have to be cautious. Cause this is true. If you know, this obviously didn't happen, but these, there were two women there. I cannot even imagine if my, one of my sisters came home and said, Tom, I was in this room talking to Al Franken and he whipped or not Al Franken, but the other asshole, what's his name? <laughs> Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Um, he uh, all of a sudden whipped out his penis and started working himself over. <laughs> I will tell you what, if he's, he did that in front of my sister or my daughter or my wife, he better start running right now. Because there is no way I'd put up with that. Is it going to be a John Wick situation? Where a <laughs> yes, it's going to be. It's going to be very John Wick-like when I see you next time, pal. Yeah. Oh, I have disgusting. to ask, Kristen, have you seen uh, John Wick yet? I haven't seen John Wick. What did you think? Well, <laughs> as I was telling Tom, you know, because Tom is not big on time, two, uh, two hours and 49 minutes. Oh, yeah, I'm out. The website is it gives you an extra hour for more bodies to fall. So it is, it is incredible. The movie is so outrageously like, oh, entertaining. Nope. It's, it's, it's great. Oh, it's good. and you know Lance Reddick. Um, oh yeah, I saw yeah. your picture. I saw your picture on the red carpet with him. Yeah, I've interviewed him a number of times. I used to cover quite a bit the Saturn Awards, which are kind of like the Sci-Fi Awards. Mm-hmm. And at that that photo was from he was on Fringe at the time, so it tells you how long ago it was. I believe that photo was about oh, twelve yeah. years old. Wow. But what a kind, nice, loving man! And besides being talented, he's just going to be missed. And I, I, I will, uh, I'm taking your time here, Kristen, but uh, oh, one okay. more thing, and I will uh, drop off of the call here, off of the show, but I have to read something that, uh, from a, a Lance Reddick interview, and it oh. really speaks volumes about Keanu Reeves, but I need to find it first. It's oh, I love Keanu a, Reeves, by the way. I've had him on oh, several man. times. He's oh, man. Um, yeah, I have to find it here. This is, okay. This is with Vulture, which is part of the, is it the New York Times? The uh, the, uh, New York Magazine. New York Magazine. Okay. Uh, this is from an interview that it must have been around the time he shot John Wick 4. Question. How has your friendship changed? The, the interview is a- asking Lance Reddick. How has your friendship changed with Keanu Reeves after four movies? We've gotten to know each other a little better. I hope I don't get into trouble for telling you this story. During John Wick Chapter 4, my first day of filming happened to be Keanu's birthday, but he wasn't in the scene. He came to the set anyway at 9 o'clock at night with his girlfriend, who I had never met, and she is, can I say a bad word? The interviewer says, go for it. Lance Reddick says, his girlfriend is as cool as F, because I'm trying not to swear here, okay? (laughs) Uh, And she told me that She asked Keanu what he wanted to do for his birthday, and he said, I want to go see Lance. He had never done this before, but he wrote me a note thanking me for what I had brought to the character in these John Wick movies, and he wanted to give the note to me. I'll never forget it. I'm going to cry now. And that almost makes me cry, reading that. I mean, that's that's the sort of guy Keanu is, apparently, right? 
I mean, you know. He has the best reputation in Hollywood. I I have not heard one bad word about him ever. And I, I hang out with a group of entertainment reporters. And let me tell you, we do sip a lot of tea and gossip to each other and like you know what kind of interviews you've had and who was good and who was bad and there's never a bad word about Keanu well I will tell you I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in this quickly and then I'll be done I I've interviewed him twice both on the phone first time was for a movie called The Lake House which he did with Sandra Bullock terrific interview the second time I don't know if it was just a clustered f of a situation with the publicity that that day but it was the day the earth stood still remake Mm-hmm. Call was five hours late. Clearly, he was flustered, and he he kind of got testy at one point. And it's like, like, oh, come on, Keanu, man. I mean, <laughs> I've been waiting around for five hours too. But you know, uh, you know, no, no, he, you know, I'll just look. If it were two calls where he was a dick, then I would tell you he was a dick. But no, I, I kind of just chalk it up to uh, it's a long day with a lot of press dweebs or something. Um, it was a ter- the first one i just loved the interview he was every bit as cool as i thought he would be so yeah yeah so you know to see these stories about him though get that behind the scenes stuff from a guy like lance reddick boy you know what what a great guy and and it, you know kind of speaks to lance characters too i mean a keanu thought that much of him that that's what i want to do on my birthday i want to see this guy you know it's amazing yeah, yeah. it's a tribute to both of them yeah. So anyway, have a great day. You're doing great on the uh, morning show, Kristen. Love it. Thank you, Tim. I always love, love listening to your reviews. I'm like, what's he going to say about this movie? Especially when <laughs> well, you kind of got, I'm tipping my hand a little bit about John Wick, but I have a lot more to say on Friday. So, okay. I'm looking forward to it. All right, everybody have a great week, Tommy. We'll talk to you on Friday. Thanks, Timmy. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt with us now. Very quickly, I'll move through this. But you're talking about what a great guy Keanu Reeves is, and he is a very nice man. I've interviewed him many, many times, but my favorite of all time was when the Chucker from Power 92 (laughs) interviewed Keanu Reeves on my show. Yeah. And Keanu handled it so well. It was unbelievable. You've heard the Chucker, haven't you, Kristen? I have, yes. (laughs) Okay, good. So he's interviewing Keanu Reeves, and the Chucker says, I got to tell you up front, I'm a huge fan. I've been a huge fan of yours ever since the wonderful job you did in Superman. And Keanu Reeves goes, that was Christopher Reeve. And he goes, yeah, I know it was you. (laughs) He didn't get mad at all. He just laughed about it. He started laughing, thought it was very funny. Great guy. Really, really good guy. Yeah, that was when he was in his band Dog Star. Dog Star, yes, exactly right. Oh, yeah. Dog Star used to play um, on (laughs) Sunset Boulevard all the time. We're going back to the era of, like, when River Phoenix was alive. Oh, God, yeah. What's the name of that that bar again? That big bar they all hung out at? Oh, yeah. And Johnny Depp owned it. Um, Yeah. That's that's actually where um, River Phoenix passed away. Yep, it is. Now. Can't remember the name of the bar, though. But it was supposed to be a really hot spot. Like, all the big-time celebrities would hang out there, I guess. It was, and it just closed um, before the pandemic, honestly. It was bought at the oh. Viper Room. That's what it was. Viper Room, um, that's exactly right. Viper, it was Viper room. room. And it closed just before the pandemic, like maybe six months before. And uh, the whole building was bought out. So oh, it's like okay. another section of, of Sunset Boulevard goes like the, all the great history, you know, unfortunately. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. 
Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Speaking of closings, I'm making this announcement for everybody in the United States who has ever been to the West Palm Beach area or Palm Beach in, in and of itself. A legendary restaurant. It's been around how many years, Catherine? Oh, uh, at least 50. At least 50 years. Mm-hmm. Taboo is closing on Palm Beach Island forever. That, that is like losing, I don't know, what could you even compare it to? Uh, I mean, Alex, the first time you went there, I think sparks. you were seven. Alex is gone. Well, that's right. Alex left. That's what right, uh, restaurant are we talking about? Taboo. Taboo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't. No. I think I maybe went there like a couple of times. You did. Yes, absolutely. Didn't, yeah, you loved the monkey there. wallpaper. Oh, you yeah, that's them. right. That's okay. Yeah. Yep. The monkey wallpaper. You loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You but, guys used to go there all the time. Yep, we're going one more time uh, in a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. But um, it's, the landlord's it, kicking them all out. Yep. Oh, kick- I was just going to say, why is it closing? Yep, they're kicking them out, unfortunately. So if it's, you get a chance and you're in the area, go to a place called Taboo on Palm Beach Island. You will love it, and you'll love the rooms themselves because it's it's just a very unusual layout. But really cool. great, Just a great place. The property anyway. values are killing a lot of businesses in the West yes. Palm Beach, Palm Beach area. Yeah. You are correct about that. Every time I go down there, another like three or four businesses are gone because the rent is just absurd now. Yeah. We were looking. We were. So we walked down to that. Uh, what was it called? Pig time? Oh, Pig Beach. Pig, Pig Beach. Beach. Yeah, we walked down to a barbecue place called Pig Beach. And on the way... I had Zillow open, and I was looking at uh, addresses that we walked by. It was literally like 700 square feet, one bed, one bath, built in 1970, $5 million. Yep. It's like, who the hell is buying these properties, these tiny, run-down properties for $5 million? And people are (laughs) buying them. They are. (laughs) Yep. I was shocked at the amount of construction happening in Florida. My mom, she was in Jensen Beach, which is a very small town, and they didn't allow a lot of construction for years. A younger generation has come in and run the town city council, and so they're allowing the building. And so, of course, the old timers are upset. The new timers are like, we got to build. We got to make this big. But I am thinking, like, all of these smaller areas are going to have very big city problems in Mm -hmm. five years. I agree. The infrastructure will not hold it. 100%. 100%. Yep. You're right. They're not there. There used to be laws in place in Florida that when you wanted to make a development, you had to get the infrastructure in first, which makes total sense. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there's, I don't know, there's this West Palm Beach area that we're in. Um, the mayor is just letting the developers do whatever yep, they want. Sure and is. it's just, it's not going to be good because the traffic well. situation, we've got roads that were basically, um, you know, uh, horse and carriage 
Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> and, and aren't much wider anymore. Yeah, and they're just true. adding thousands of units everywhere. Yeah, you're going to have Los Angeles traffic problems. Yes. Very do. I, yep. I think we already do. Well, it's already definitely that bad in Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Miami's impossible to get around. Yeah, so but frustrating. If you yeah. go down there on spring break, you at least get shot to death, so that's good. Every year that's the spring nice. breakers come yep. and spread COVID or shoot people. I don't know. Or what. both. <laughs> yeah. Or both. Yeah, it could both. be both. There's no question or about all it. of it. Hey, what happened with Amanda Bynes? Ooh. Oh, I know. Amanda Bynes has had similar struggles to Britney Spears. Yep. Um, a lot of mental health issues. And she was also under conservatorship, very similar to Brittany. Um, her parents were running it. She got out of her conservatorship about a year ago, too. So a similar timeline to even Britney Spears. Um, and she was found over the weekend walking naked around Hollywood. Um, mm. And she said she was coming. She is manic uh, bipolar, I guess I call it bipolar. But she was coming bipolar, off yep. of a manic episode, I should say. And she went up to a stranger. She went up to a car with, like, no clothes on and just said, I need help. I've come out of a manic um, episode. I don't know what has happened. And they took her to the police oh. station. And, you know, they 5150'd her, which I think is a California term. But it puts you under a 72-hour psychiatric mm -hmm. hold. But she went in voluntarily. So she knew that she was in trouble which is, you know, good to be able to recognize that. Although I saw on TMZ today that her parents are not going to seek another conservatorship for her. So I don't know what's going to happen within the 72-hour window and then what happens once she is released from that. See, Kristen, there's always an upside to every story in life because as nuts as my father was, I never had to watch him walk down the street naked, thank God. That you know of. Yeah, that's true. That you might not remember. He might have done it. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he did. I you just, just were didn't at know school it. that day. You yeah. don't know. <laughs> exactly. That's what I never told you. <laughs> oh, God. That's what I never told me that. No. But just no. another, yeah, you know, sad. another sounding an alarm in terms of like mental health and everything else. Mm. You know, it's, yeah, yeah she's famous, and, and but she struggled through uh, a rough childhood in terms of who she was exposed to in Hollywood. That Nickelodeon system was not great at the time. So. It's, you know, you feel bad for her, and she's she's been trying to get her life on track. She's gone to college. She's gone to um, study fashion and really tried to get a fashion line going, but I think her mental health struggles continually sort of pull her back a couple steps. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah, I can see that happening. It's, that's, it's really, really – do you think – and I'm talking to all of you – do you think if we keep up this, uh, this Fox-CNN battle that's going on on the national news and a lot of the news outlets and a lot of all the – they're driving people off the deep end. People are doing the crazy. Look, you can't even go on uh, down to Miami for spring break anymore without getting shot. I mean, what are we doing? You know what my big concern is? We obviously sort of the, the story that's sort of brewing right now is the possible indictment of Donald Trump. And that right. is going to become wall to wall coverage when and if it happens. And it's, again, going to take the two extremes, the two sides, and the networks with their very partisan views and just send them into a tailspin. And I'm not looking forward to it, it to is. be honest. Now, I have a question. And I don't – This I'm not making a comment. I'm asking a question. Because you can't even ask a question without people going, well, that's your opinion. No, it's not my opinion. I'm asking a question. Because I do believe, looking back – I can't remember the woman's name, but I could find it out pretty easily – 
Bill Clinton actually gave $850,000 to a woman to shut her up. Is that Paula um, Jones? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was Paula Jones. That's exactly who it was. Yeah. Um, So if they're going to go back seven years, why don't they go back 25 years and indict him, too? Oh, that's everybody's point. And John Edwards was indicted. Um, Yeah, he was. He never spent any jail time or anything. So um, listen, campaign funds are misused probably in every campaign. (laughs) Every (laughs) one of them. Most likely. Unless someone is really keeping a tight, like, eye on those books. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, we it has to be, it has to be for all. It can't just be a one-sided situation. Yep. And, and the, yep. Well, the thing about the Bill Clinton thing, and even the Trump thing, maybe, mm-hmm. is that there's a statute of limitations on what they supposedly did. That's correct. Clinton's is long gone. So even if they yep. wanted to go, even if they had absolute proof that he did it, it wouldn't matter. Statute of limitations is over, and mm-hmm. I think even Trump's is. What I read, yeah, I think what I read is that the statute of limitations on his supposed crime is five years, and it's been seven years. So they can't. Yeah, it's two two years years for a misdemeanor. That's why they're trying to bump it up to a federal crime. Mm -hmm. This is just another way of going after him, in my opinion, because there's precedent out there that so many people have done this before and not gotten into any trouble whatsoever. I mean, lots of people. Yeah, yep. there's there's campaign misappropriations constantly, and nobody goes to jail for it. Right. And look, I'll make the, the point very quickly, and I'll get out of Ralph's way here. I am not defending Trump, and I'm not ostracizing or damning uh, Bill Clinton. But to me, they did the exact same yeah. thing. So I'm not trying to protect anybody or damn anybody. It's like, why do we have two sets of rules? This has got to come to an end. It really does. Maybe they should both go to prison. Works for me. <laughs> yeah, come on, come all. Yeah, come on, let's go to you, prison. You'd have every politician. We'd have no one running the government. Like, oh, that would be a dream come true, paradise, a world with no politicians. It, it oh would, my you're God, right. you, I, I don't see. I just don't see why there's such a fear of Trump. I don't either. I mean, I just don't. I don't see that. Uh, if you want to call it liberal fear or some you know, Trump opponent fear. Of him, I just don't think he carries the same uh, charisma or the same, you know. After after all the tweeting when he was in office, things like that. I mean, just I think the the blooms off that flower. We're not. That's what I thought. You know, that's what I thought. I don't see why they have this absolute horror of the man. I don't. Oh, I get comments honestly. I like I made this comment this morning. If there was one president. Because it was brought up that I had lunch with Trump, right? And I said, well, yeah, it's great. But if Biden called and wanted to have lunch with me, I'd have lunch with him, too. It's got nothing to do with them. It's got to do with their office. For a kid from where I am, going to to lunch with the president of the United States is a very important thing to me, right? I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Complete. But the one guy I wish I would have... I talked to him twice on the phone, but I never met him. I would have loved to have met Jimmy Carter back when he was healthy. Not a great president, but he seems like such a nice man. Doesn't he seem like a Good great man. guy? He I really met him does. at a technology convention. I'm going to say it was probably like 2000. Let me just throw out a year, like three or something like that. So about mm-hmm. 20 years ago. It was at a convention in Georgia. Incredibly nice man. And I, hear from I, you know, I think the work that he's done out of the White House after he left is probably mm-hmm. more important than the work he did in the White House. Wearing that hard hat every day, sister. Right. He was. Habitat I, I for just, humanity. Yep. Yeah, just great news. Uh, so uh, 
I don't know. I, I just really wish I'm not defending or damning anyone. I just wish we had the same rules for everybody. Wouldn't that be nice? It would that's be great. What they, yeah, that's what they have to do. They just have to. They do. You're right. Otherwise, Everybody they're going to the be able. Everybody's going to be divided forever unless people have the same rules for everybody. Couldn't agree more. All right. Well, Kristen, what else you got? We got two more minutes, so straighten us out, <laughs> would you please? You know what? I want to wrap up or maybe actually recall something we were talking about last week. We were talking about, I feel like we sort of conjured this whole thing up. We were talking about Ryan Reynolds and his Mint Mobile. Yes. The next yes. day, did you see that? T-Mobile um, bought out the company. And it, Variety says that somewhere approximately, but Ryan Reynolds has an investment of about 25%. So he stands to make a ton of money from that deal. Yep. I think a billion dollars actually. Yeah. And and I think what's interesting too, and we, I know we've talked about this on the morning show, people or celebrities aren't making their money anymore from doing films and doing TV because a lot of episodes, you know, a lot of series now are eight episodes, 10 episodes. They're not like the 26 episodes on network. Yep. They have to invest in businesses in order to make their fortune because they're also not getting those box office dollars on the back end because nobody's going to the movies. So they have to make these these investments in businesses. You'll see a lot of celebrities with alcohol brands. You see, you know, Ryan Reynolds with his Mint Mobile. We're going to see a lot more of this sort of the, the celebrity entrepreneur and then hoping that it gets bought out by a big company because that's where they steal their fortune. It sure seems like it. All right. Well, I'm sick of you today. I had to talk to you twice. <laughs> wow. A lot of KB. I know. Uh, so much <laughs> it's a KB. lot of KB. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow, sister. Thank you. Sounds good. Thanks. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody got some closing words? We pay our entertainers a lot of money. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we do. We pay our entertainers yeah. a lot of money. That's the thing. It's like in order to make $100 million, all you have to be is... You, all you have to do is be a celebrity and say, this is my favorite vodka. And then they'll buy, someone will buy the vodka. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. you go. You got $100 million just like that. That's yeah, true. Pretty much true. So what do you guys think? Of the, the three of you that are still on, is there any way we can bring everybody together and go, look, we have to hold everybody to the same standard. This jumping all around trying to protect your guy stuff has got to come to an end. Nope. Nope, I don't think it's Never going to happen. happen. And I think you're seeing it uh, play out in France uh, right now. The place just, is melting down because they want to change the retirement age from 62 to 64. Yep, yep. and they're That's not true. very happy about it. Yep. So. They are not. All right, fellas, we will talk to you later. Fellas. Well, mm. you're here next to me, so I meant the two of them remotely. Oh, gosh, get a sense of humor. I should. You're absolutely right. I should get a sense of humor. All right, talk to you later.